are the gentlemen advancing the melody. Edition of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV, that's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Where evolution is revolution. Brother Jay, it's, it's getting hot outside, man. Yes, sir. I think, yes, summer, yes. I think summer said spring, KOS. <laughs> I'm here <laughs> this day. It, 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 it has been nice this week. Um, there's been a few days where it got a little cloudy, a little rainy. Um, today it's storming, but I think um, summer is finally unpacking its clothes from its vacation that it was briefly on. And I think we are about to get introduced to um, Gucci Daddy Summer as the social media. Yo, man, I just networks. heard about I just heard about Hoochie Daddy Summer, man. What is it about? What is it about? Brothers wearing short shorts with the thigh meat. Like, explain that to me, man. Like, why? When did, I don't know, but I was when did, laughing. When did, when did showing your thighs become like the thing, man? Like, what is this about? I, you know, it, it, <laughs> things things are evolving. But I was laughing because uh, I have a pair of Nike running shorts, casual shorts, right? And I remember I was wearing them, and someone was like, mm, "Where are you going to those?" <laughs> I was like, about to go to the store. They was like, oh, "Okay." All right, that was a little, little high up. So I said, "Yeah, the knee is the knee is exposed." Um, you had the, also you had the uh, you had the eighty the eighty three Doctor J joint showing, man. But, yeah, they was they was they was up there, and then um, I started laughing. Someone else said it. They was like, "Yeah, I'm getting too old to be like wearing all these clothes." So that's why the shorts is. I'm going back to the eighties Bermuda shorts. He's like, "Cause the, these long shorts, you just be hot." Yeah, that is, like, huh. that is true, man. Or you, or you go, you go to the Sydney Dean biker shorts with the joint, the pullover joints, man. <laughs> Yo, bro, I, I, I was, I was around and in somewhat of age when biker shorts was a thing back in the day, man. Yeah, I was never a fan of those. Um, I was never a fan, but but I could get because Sidney Dean on White Men Can't Jump, man. Wesley Snipes made it made it look cool, you know. What I'm saying yeah. he had he had the he had the short running shorts over the biker shorts, though, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, yeah. He, just in case. But yeah, so um, according to social media, it's about to be Hoochie Daddy summer. Um, well, I am a hoochie daddy, man. And then uh, one of my hoochie daddy, I might have to embrace that shit. That sound all right. One of my friends said, if I see if I see any brothers out wearing hoochie daddy shorts, I'm going to uh, <laughs> I'm going to slide in their DMs talking about hey beautiful, and I could not <laughs> stop laughing. She was like, I'm here for hoochie daddy summer. So I was like, yo, have fun and live it up. She's like, man, listen, just black men just out here, melanin just shining. In the summer, just living their life. It's hoochie daddy time. I was like, I can't. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, trust me. Oh, trust me. This summer, man, I, I'm 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 gonna be a bronze, a bronze specimen out, okay. out here in these streets, bro. Listen, I said, all right, cool. I'm gonna get, you know, I, I shaved the beard off. Okay, um, okay, okay. And it's slowly growing back in. So I said, you know, I'm gonna let that do its thing over the summer. Yeah. Um Pull out a couple more of those Nike shorts. I'm be in these streets, bro. Who's your daddy summer? I got restrictions though, because I'm in a relationship. So that's I can real. Just, that's you know, real, man. Now I think um, 
I think I'm gonna embrace my inner my inner Mario Van Peoples, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> With the hair and everything, light skinned brothers, man. We we still winning, man. Steph Steph Curry in the finals again, man. Along with Clay Thompson, so light skinned brothers, we winning, we winning. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna embrace my inner Mario Van Peoples, man. For real. But yeah, man, it's warming up, and I am excited. But what I will say, not but, and right, I am excited. Because it's summer and, um, you know, time to travel, all that good stuff. Because we talked about big summer energy. Um, yeah. But I really am looking forward to just um, summer breezing, man. Just slowing down a little bit over the summer. Yeah. You know, we don't get summer break because uh, we're grownups. Yeah, man. And then, you know, when, when you're in education, Brother Jay, people assume that you get summers off. Like, I, 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 I don't think people quite understand that there are different, yeah, there are ramp ups, but there are also different roles that you play within education. If it's uh, PK through 12, or if it's higher education, or vocational education, or uh, learning design, you know, it's, it's a lot of facets of education, but the assumption is that people just think that you're, that you're on summer vacation. Mentally, but, you may be on summer vacation. Yeah, yeah. But like professionally, if anything, it, the pace may slow down just a little. Um, I wish, man. And enrollment, well, and enrollment, it never, the pace never, it never slows down, man. Everybody yeah, looking for the bag and I just happen to be the person that can go get it. <laughs> you you slow down maybe like a week after the semester starts. Yeah, typically. And then you ramp back up for the next then, semester. Then, I, then you ramp back up, man. But I try to pick and choose my spots. This summer is going to be interesting, though, man, because um, you know, I'm taking care of some health things I've been trying to take care of the last year. So the first half of the summer, you know, I'm going to pretty much be out of commission, just everybody on block. I'm in my bubble just doing me and I'm gonna have a good excuse for it. Right. But, uh, around mid July, I'm a, I'm a peek my head back out, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking to turn my hoochie daddy, my hoochie daddy aura up significantly <laughs> from probably about mid July to the labor day. And then, yeah. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a enjoy some of it. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna be uh globe trotting like you, like you plan to do. I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, um, that's fair. I'll bring you something back in my yeah, escapades. I, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate yeah. it. You know, I just, uh, you know, it's, it's just so much crazy stuff we were talking about before we hit record, man. You know, peace and love, peace and love and prayers to uh, Texas, man. And, you know, we talked about Buffalo last episode and mm. there's just a lot of chaos going on in the world, brother Jay. A lot of chaos, man. And I don't know where it stems from. Um, but man, I'm just praying every day for people who have been impacted by it and the families and um, the loved ones, you know, and I just, I don't know, man. It's, I think that's the one disturbing piece about all of the nonsense and the violence that's going on as of late is that like, yo, we legit just came off of like a, 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 a movie like pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Like a, mo- a movie like pandemic. And I don't know if the pandemic was a catalyst, but people have just like, 
lost their everlasting mind, man. And I completely, and, yeah. And so I just, um, I just pray for, pray for Texas. I pray for Buffalo. I pray for, um, a lot of the young people that are involved in, uh, shootings and stabbings and high school and just, just a lot of crazy stuff, man. And it wasn't, I, I don't recall it being this violent when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, but I am looking forward to the summer to hope that people can at least get out and get out of confined spaces and just breathe and relax and refocus their energy, man. Cause I just, yeah. I don't know, man, it, it feels like, it feels like we've been in a pressure cooker. Yeah. Instapot for almost three years now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That, that, that's what it, that's what it feels like, you know? Yeah. And, um, I, I so I'm 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 looking forward to the ability and opportunity to reset this summer myself. Probably yeah. more so than any other summer before, man. Because usually I want to turn up, you know, I want to turn up over the summer. But I'm 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 looking forward to just like being and existing, and no plan is the best plan for me. There you go. Yeah. There you go. But I think everyone needs that reset and. Mm-hmm. I think everyone needs to give themselves permission to enter into a reset because we don't, we don't give ourselves the permission to fully go into a reset. So we, we try to control what the reset entails. And once you give yourself permission to go into that reset mode, then you got to let the reset do what a reset's supposed to do. Yeah. Power down, shut down, update drivers, all this good stuff. And once it's, done what it needs to do, then you can turn, turn yourself back on into the mode, like working mode, power mode. And, um, let me find out you got some help desk experience (laughs) and one of your 50 jobs. (laughs) Hey, you know, Hey, sometimes I gotta, I gotta help the help desk do a day job to help me get my desk together. So that's real. That's um, real. (laughs) But yeah, man, just, just, Entering a, a moment of reset, but on 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 topic of reset, yeah, I had the opportunity to um, from cover to cover. K dot, ah. Mister Mister Lamar, Mister Mister Lamar, <laughs> you gotta call him. You gotta call him. Gotta yeah. call him by his surname, Mister Lamar. <laughs> The uh the the whole piece of work of Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Um what did what did you what did you think once you made it through the whole thing? Like I what what were some of the emotions that you were having as you were you were listening to the project? There were so many. Mm-hmm. There were so many, and I think that was his intent, right? To captivate different spectrums of listeners of his fans and and the brother was was an emotional driver he was driving you through this journey of just deep reflection and like there was things you could identify maybe personally or directly and then there were things that you could identify indirectly like I didn't experience it but I know someone who did and I on the sidelines, I got to see it. And this is exactly what it sounds like. Um, I will say that Purple Hearts is probably one I of saw, my favorite. I saw you post that on the ground, man. I saw Bruh. you post that on the ground. I said, okay, he 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 in his bag right there. Bro, that thing right there. <laughs> yo, ghost, go, 
Ghost, huh? Ghost, Ghost Face Killer, Come man. On. Come Shout on. Shout out to the Woo. <laughs> Shout out to the Woo, man. Iron Man, Pretty Tony himself. And so I try not to read what the album is about and who's going to be on it. I want to, I want that element of surprise. So Summer Walker came in, the, it, it was, and then Ghostface killed it at the end. Yeah, it was, buddy. It, I was like, oh, okay, this, this might be my summer, like one of my summer jams that I just let. It wasn't too, now, now granted, I probably won't be able to blast it everywhere I go, yeah, depending yeah. on the audiences that are around, yeah. right? But the concept and just the bro, like when you when you when you hear that it's love talking, right? Mm-hmm. Silence yourself and listen to, bruh. It, I just yo, I had it on repeat all the way to the office one morning. It took me like an hour, twelve minutes, and then I sat in the parking lot and let it run again. I was like, okay, all right, this yo, the Wally, the Wally champ, the Wally champ dropped some gems on that joint, man. He dropped, he dropped, he dropped the sermon on that joint. So go. When I saw, when I saw you posted on the gram, I was like, yeah, that would be his bag right there. <laughs> that would be his bag. So that didn't surprise me, man. You know, but it, you know, K Dot opened up, he opened up the project talking about I've been going through something for 1,000 some odd days, you know what I'm saying? So you know, I, I think we all have. Yeah. And oh, I'm, absolutely. I'm just amazed. I'm just amazed that he um like you said, he was able to kind of tap into all of the different um, categories and lanes over the last three years and create something that was beautiful Yeah. around all of these different emotions and the impact and your, your overall existence in, diff- in different lanes, man. Like, uh, like Silent Hill, that's my joint with yeah. Kodak Black. And I, you yeah. know... Kodak, it, it took a while for Kodak Black to kind of warm up to me, but a couple of the joints that he's dropped recently, I really like. Like, I like Super Gremlin for some reason, probably because I was a Gremlin fan back in the day. <laughs> but, you know, Kodak Black is, and then I saw him on a uh, on a Barstool interview on YouTube, and he was he was, he was was joking. Um, so he, he was, and he, he started rhyming. He was like, uh, my name is Kodak Black but I act like I'm white and like he goes through, like he, like he goes through, he goes through this motion. If you haven't seen that barstool interview with Kodak black, man, go check that joint out because it's going to, it's going to brighten your day. If you need a good laugh, but it didn't, but I, it, it was in that interview. I was like, yo, this dude can actually rhyme pretty well. His cadence might be off. And so on that silent hill joint, man, he, he was, he was, he, he blacked out. Yeah, and I was like, yo, did. that's I was like, that's dope. That's dope, man. But the whole part, like, yo, I'm stressed out. I need these niggas off me, like, like just put, like, just get off me. <laughs> like, yo, I gotta push my way through it, man. I need these niggas off me, like, uh, like, yo, that's my jam, man. That's my jam. So I, I'm, I'm glad you were, I'm glad you made it through the project, man. I did. I was, I, yeah. I, it's like I try to like when I sit down and listen to something, try I try to listen when I'm not focused on anything else. So like when I'm driving, start to finish, I can let it run. Or um, if I'm doing stuff around the house, like chores or what have you, taking care of some stuff, um, I can let it go from start to finish. Or cooking, right? I can go start to finish. Um, but yeah, I it's been on repeat for the last couple of days. I've just been letting it ride through. So every time I jump on, it's funny, Anytime I jump in the car, like, I don't know which one I was listening to. 
So like if other people are in the car, I'm just whoa, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah. And you got um, N95 on that joint. He gave <laughs> Kodak blacking out on that joint. It's gone. God, I was like, ooh, ooh, wait. They got uh, blacking out on that joint, man. I think that's what I was listening to when I rolled up the church on Sunday. So I, I think I had to like <laughs> temper it before I hit the block. I'm like, hold on, wait. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And, and and his project, his project, the the most recent one, uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Uh, it you gotta, it's, you don't have to necessarily be in a mood to listen to it. But I think you need to have a, you have to be intentional with the type of vibe that you want when you're listening to his music, because, you know, a lot of the stuff could easily go over your head if you're not paying attention. And I think like To Pimp a Butterfly was similar. Yep. Damn, damn was a little more direct, but I think To Pimp a Butterfly, because he talked about, um, love and relationships and uh conflict on to pimple butterfly as well and most people won't say like if you want to listen to k dot they're not gonna put on to pimple butterfly first <laughs> they probably would you know what i mean but you I, but i think you i think you could but you, you know you got to be intentional about the vibe that you're trying to create yeah. right to that point yeah the song that threw me off i wasn't i was not I was not ready. We cried together. I wasn't ready. I wasn't. I, w- I was yeah. driving and I was like, okay. And then like the intro of it, I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, it 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 it's uh yeah, it was it was fairly abrasive and, and aggressive uh, and angry uh, and the yes. back and forth, man. And then um we cried together. There was no crying involved on that record. There was yeah, no, no crying so, involved on, on We Cry Together. It was a lot of yelling and arguing on that record and a lot of a lot of hurt on that record, but there was no crying on that record. And you you know I'm old school, so you know I was thinking he was gonna sample like the OJ by the OJ. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the yeah, same no. thing. Nope, nope, nigga. Was, I n- thought the same exact thing, man. Nope. And it was the was complete opposite. Complete opposite. I was like, oh. So the first time I listened to it, I was like, I need to. I need to put on a gospel song after this. Cause I, was like, <laughs> I did. I did need something to uplift my spirits after I listened to that joint. I, I felt so demented afterwards. I was just yeah. like, "What is? What's happening?" So for a couple minutes afterwards, I literally need to sit in silence because I didn't know what just happened. It was one of those like, "Let me process this." So the I felt like goal, I was in the middle of it, <laughs> bro. I felt like I was ducking every time somebody yeah. else came and was like, "Oh." The second time I, I let it go, I because I was prepared. Once I heard what was what was about to play, I was I, I braced myself, and I was trying to listen to the words and listen to the story and listen to like where the crying came from. And I think I got it. I still needed to decompress afterwards. Yeah, um, man, it it was a lot, man. It was it was like uh, you know watching watching like uh, one of your your family a couple in your family like arguing. And letting it all hang out at the barbecue or over Thanksgiving dinner, yeah, <laughs> or at the, at the damn uh, Christmas Eve dinner or something, man. And and it was like everything that, that had been pent up between that couple for the last thirty years came out, and yeah, and, and won't nobody moment. ready. 
and won't nobody radio. Like somebody got a somebody got a roll in their mouth because they put other stuff on their plate and they just stand there. It was it 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 was a lot. I felt like I was watching Whitney and Bobby. Like <laughs> Yeah, Whitney. man. You 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 say you say Whitney and Bobby. I I would I would agree to that, man. I would agree to that. I or or Mary J and KC. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, for real, man. Like, yeah, it was that, it was one it, of them things, man. The mod and and I mean for the more contemporary, I think you could say yeah to that. But also, um, this was a more contemporary version of Ike and Tina. Oh yeah, it it really was, man. Yeah. It, it it really was, man. I I guess I, I don't know the I don't know the uh significance of their relationship. I just know the the outcome of whatever relationship they had. It was almost like a verbal um it was almost like a verbal Tory Lanes, Meg the Stallion kind of situation, man. But that, you know, that ended up in <laughs> with, with shots fired. Too soon. Too soon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but this this was you know I because because honestly, man, the the bomb the bombs that were dropped by uh, Taylor Page and K Dot on that song, yo, somebody 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 got to get got got to get the pause put on them, man. One <laughs> somebody got to get the pause put on them because they three sixty they were man they man they were going they were going throwing low 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 behind under the belt behind the belt. Through the belt, <laughs> yo. <laughs> it, it it was, bro. It was like they were kamikazes. Yeah, man. And the other person was the target. And it felt and it felt like it's like, yeah, like a, um, you know, a mercenary just going on going in with a bomb attached to him, and it's like, ah, right, yeah, I'm taking you with me. That's what the it, the song felt like. That everybody was getting it, and it was it was a lot. But what I will say is maybe the third or fourth time I was able to start unpacking some of the stuff that was in there. And it did get me to thinking about how this isn't too far fetched from a lot of relationships. No, 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 no. And and for those who have not heard the song one, um, you late to the game. If you haven't heard Mr. Morale and the big steppers by Kendrick Lamar yet, um, however, uh, the song we, we Cry Together, it's basically a blowout argument that's taking place between a couple and shots are fired, blame is thrown, um, people, you know, both, both, both parties involved are uh, letting it all hang out and um, the, the, I'll be frank with you, man, the, the, the song hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. The song hurt. I was offended. I my feelings was hurt. <laughs> I felt I felt like I felt like I felt like she was talking to me. <laughs> I was like, yo, I didn't even do that. Yeah. And in your head, you're thinking of how you're gonna get them back. And you was like, Yeah, yeah I needed some get back, man. I felt I, I, I needed some get back, man. Yeah. I, I needed some get back. So, you know, the the song we cried together, man, and it opens up, it opens up um with this. Uh, hold on to each other, hold on to each other. This is what the world sounds like. And then, fuck you, nigga. Fuck you, bitch. You got me fucked up. Fuck you. No, fuck you. So that's how the song opens up. Yeah. 
And of that alone, I was just like, you know, I know, I know that the uh, explicit content label was on the joint, but I was just like, ah. I wasn't ready. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't ready. You know how. You know how like movies, man, when the content is a little too extreme or racy, man, they got the uh the M M A, what is it, T T T V M A for mature yeah. audiences only. Yeah. I felt like this song needed like another elevation Six of the explicit language of content. I think like it it needed to it needed to be kicked up just a little notch to warn people about the song. Yeah, I wasn't ready. I wasn't and and it's it was <laughs> It was so abrasive, bro. Like, yeah, I man. Was like, God, and I was trying, the first time I was listening to it, I was trying to listen to it from an artistic point of view. But I, it was it was a lot. I think it was also a lot um, because, one, I do relationship coaching. And so I'm just like, oh, shit, how would I navigate, like, if this happened in the middle of one of my sessions? And I was like, yeah, no, I just have to yeah, let Yeah, you better hide under the desk. <laughs> Or charge them more folks extra because it's going to get violent. Your furniture yeah. going to get moved. Yeah. <laughs> the way they were talking to each other, your furniture going to get moved, man. Yeah, and I was like, yo, I probably, oh, they would have to see me on this. Like, I just, it, it, it was a lot. And then you get to the end. And it's like, we argued for nothing. It was, it was like Jody and Yvette and Baby Boy. It yes. was like it was like Jody and Yvette and Baby Boy, and it was just like damn. So then I started asking some questions to myself. I'm like, yo, this type of argument, like this, this came from a pitted place. And then I'm then I'm like, shit. How often does a couple like this argue like this? Hey man, in full transparency, bro, I think another reason I was kind of traumatized and triggered by the song. Oh is because, like, yo, that's how me and my ex-wife would talk to each other. Especially, you, when, especially when we were, like, when we were younger. That's how we would talk to each other, man. And I, and, I, and I feel bad saying it, but it's true because I think part of it is when you throwing around expletives and, and F-bombs and F this, F that, you ain't this, you ain't that. The retaliation is to try to like up the ante on. Oh, yeah. Well, if you say, fuck you, no, well, fuck you too. And then I'm going to add a bitch to it. She's going <laughs> to add, well, fuck you too, motherfucker. She's going she gonna to up the ante, right? And it's like, yeah. it's like, oh, she hurt my feelings so bad. I don't feel right. Or she might, she might, she might think I'm weak if I don't come back even harder or stronger. Yeah. Because she came at me so strong, and it's almost like, yo, I have to, or I'm I'm gonna get bullied. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get straight up bullied, man, and I ain't gonna allow myself to get bullied. But um, so it was a trigger for me. But then I was just like, yo, you have these arguments, and then when cooler heads prevail, you may have sex. You may go get something to eat. <laughs> you might watch TV together. You you may uh hell, you may go grab a drink. As if what happened or what took place never happened in the first place. And it made me feel 
sad, brother. The song made me feel sad. I know the title is We Cry Together and there was no crying involved, but the song made me feel sad because it's like, damn, to, to really go at your partner in that manner, you either have had to experience some crazy hurt by them where you feel like you need to defend yourself. Yeah. And you, you experience crazy hurt because maybe the love wasn't communicated or articulated or showcased in a manner, in a manner where you didn't feel disappointed. Like, like the, it was so many, it was so many emotions in that record. I was like, yo, you, you can't have them type of emotions if you don't love a person. Cause I, like I'm not, I'm not gonna spend that type of energy, brother Jay. If it's somebody I don't give a damn about, mm. like I ain't gonna try to, I ain't gonna try to go for the go for the gusto and go for the person's throat. Cause I don't know him like that. Yeah. I, to, to, to be able to exert that level of energy and anger and rage and I mean shit chaos, man. It, I, it, I felt like the fucking song was a tornado. <laughs> and it, and it was, was too, never going to end. And it was, and it was like, and it was like Martin and Gina on ten. <laughs> it was like Baby Boy and Yvette. That shit was like Mary J and KC man. It was like in Ike and Tina. It was like all of the damn crazy examples of what could be perceived as like an abusive ass, toxic ass relationship. And 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 Kevin and my ex wife. <laughs> I was like, I, I felt like, yo, bro, I felt like the fucking song. I was just, I, it, it, it was too, it, it hit too close to home for me because that's a, a point in a period of my life that I, I, I will commend myself and give myself some grace that I know I've matured. I've matured because that's that I can't function in no shit like that no more. You can, the, you can't function in this function, and I think the yeah. issue, the issue, the issue is, um. What I've seen um, in a lot of my couples who exhibit similar type behavior is that they think they're functioning when really they're dysfunctioning. And they have a dysfunctional concept of love. Like this, this would, if we don't argue three times a week, oh, something must be wrong. Like if shit ain't getting broken two times a week, then, you know, he don't really care or she don't, she don't really care. Or like, uh, maybe she's getting distracted. She don't love me like she used to. She ain't slapped me in my face three times when we had a disagreement. Like, and, and I had to break down to one of the couples. I was like, that's dysfunction. And the question is like, if, if y'all didn't do that, how would you express to one another that you care for them? Because you're saying that if I don't get my 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 eyes dotted two times a week, she don't love me. Hey, well, brother Jay, I mean, you know, when you a motherfucker could be perceived <laughs> as love, you know what God. I'm saying? Like, if, Yo, if a mother, no if, way, a mother if a motherfucker a motherfucker could be perceived as love, man, but I but it, but to your point, it's like, damn, you know, they haven't expressed their emotion to me, therefore they don't love me. It's like and love it's, and war, man. It's like, damn, yo, if if love is like that and love means war, then I don't want to be in love, man. I don't want to be I, in love, attached to want love. None that, of that shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, man. And the sad part is, right, you you bring a baby into this situation. The baby is now, one, being exposed to this type of energy. And because of the frequency of the occurrence, the baby grows up to think that this is how it's supposed to happen, right? And so yeah. the cycle keeps getting repetuated. Mom and dad, they... Mom and dad, they didn't have a few on a Friday night and they get to fighting. That's that's how yeah. it's supposed to be. And so, you know, oh, here they go. I'm gonna just turn my TV up louder or put my headphones on and and kick it with my iPad until all this blows over. And it's like a storm that never ends because you never know when one thing is gonna trigger or pop off the other. Well, yeah, they got they got into it on a Friday night, but uh dad made mom breakfast and mom did dad's laundry on, on Saturday morning. And then we rode the grandmas and everything was fine. And it's like, so we now went to you church on Sunday. Confused, right? You, yeah. Because you, you don't know that, oh, this is not how it's supposed to go until you get older or you try to get into a relationship and you meet someone that's like, no, nah, this ain't it. So it's not going to work. But what happens is you, you find someone who has experienced similar trauma and you bond over that. And you're not going to fight to get out of this because you see it as normal. And anything that you see as normal, you won't fight to get out of. Because that's, that's the commonality if, that you have. Yeah, if, you're, if you're at a bad job um, and you're wondering why everyone is leaving, because in your head, the job you were at before was worse. But, you know, I'm getting paid. Um, I'm not doing hard work. I may have to have inconsistent hours because something happened here or this here. My boss is a jerk, disrespectful, but you know, I'm getting paid a good amount of money. So I'm staying and you stay and you stay right. Because now you start to see it as normal. If I'm in a bad relationship, um, rent's paid groceries are on the, uh, in the, in the kitchen in the cupboards in the fridge on the table you getting sex clothes, on the regular, right? Yeah, I'm, sex is happening. Uh, I get material things that I like. We have a good time every now and then in between the fights. This is this is it. This is life. And you we go, start. To, we go to cheesecake anytime we want. I get I get extra guac when I go to Chipotle, Chipotle, right? <laughs> and so I start to subscribe to this as being normal. And this is what I fight for to keep as normal. I'm not going to fight to get out of it. Because I'm thinking that this is how it's supposed to be. So I just, I know that every four, uh, every three days, we're going to argue about this. And every six days, we're going to argue about this. And every two days, we're going to have a disagreement and furniture going to shift on this. And can't go to the ER anymore because they know me. Uh, so now I know how to doctor up my bruises. And hey, bro, let's let's give let's give the listeners a quick example, and and, and tell Mama J, please forgive us, but it ain't <laughs> we ain't saying it, we ain't saying it. It's the song. It's the song. <laughs> it's the song. It's the song. So this is this is part of the first verse, uh, ladies ladies and gents, um, and and it's it's interchangeable, so you're gonna have to decipher who's saying what, who's saying what, okay? But it's Kendrick Lamar and Taylor Page. I swear I'm tired of these uh, these emotional ass, ungrateful ass bitches. Shut the Shut fuck, the fuck up. up. <laughs> Unstable ass, confrontational ass, dumb bitches. 
you want to bring a nigga down even when I'm trying to do right. We could go our separate ways right now. You could move on with your life. I swear to God. Fuck you, nigga. You love a pity party. I won't show up. Always act like your shit don't stink. Motherfucker, grow up. Man, fuck you. Forever late for shit. Won't buy shit. Sit around and deny shit. Fuck around on a side bitch. Then come fucking up my shit. What? Fucking up your shit? You must be bleeding and some more shit. Bitch, I don't know shit. Fuck your feelings. You want some whole shit. See, I don't know why you like playing mind games with me. Mind games, man. Bitch, I ain't slow nor ditzy. I know when you distant. I know when you fake busy. Get out your feelings and miss me with the reverse psychology. Man, bitch, you tripping. Who, who got you that roly chain? And who put that car in my name? What you think? I'ma kiss your ass? Nah, nigga, you fucking lame. Yo, there was one part uh, when Taylor was going. I think it was verse two when she was like wasting my time and energy trying to be good to you. Lost friends, family, gained more enemies because of you. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh. Drama bonded. Bitches staring at me and Zara, hoes scratching my cars up. Should have followed my mind in 09 and just moved to Georgia. Oh, what? That's my fault now? Bitch, you power tripping or guilt tripping. I held your ass down. You just kept me down. That's a big difference. Deadline right there. When I heard that, I was like, ooh, 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 it is. It is a big difference. And so, like, it, like all of this was like, there's regret, mm-hmm. there's remorse, then there's retaliation. That was the cycle. And the let, constant cycle. And let and let let's let's we'll give it a one one and a half more stanzas because it's it's too good. It's like a it's like a it's a it's a car wreck, man. It's a it's car like wreck. It's like a Tyler time. Perry show that you can't stop watching. <laughs> nah, man, but now, nah, but it's like Tyler Perry meets BET after dark. You know what I'm saying? Like this joint, <laughs> it, it ain't gonna be no happy endings in this joint, man. <laughs> and Tyler Perry meets Who Killed Sarah on Netflix. Yes, man. <laughs> It's okay. You just kept me down. You just uh, you just kept me down. That's a big difference. Stressing myself trying to figure why I'm not good enough. Going to church praying for you, searching for the good in us. Little dick ass nigga, that's trying that's trying to go big, but you were sucking this dick though. Well, shit, I should have sucked his. What you say? I should have found a bigger dick. Bitch, get the fuck out of my face. Oh, what you mad? Shut up, bitch. You got me fucked up today. On God. Ah, ah, you mad? Little feelings is shot. Go text that raggedy bitch and tell her and tell her you all she got, Bruh, It. I. I. I why? <laughs> you. The joint. I, yo, the joint was man. The joint was a. Hey, like was I said, like, man. I, I, like need, a- I wanted to send. I wanted to send a wellness check. <laughs> To the studio, they recorded this shit in. <laughs> Bro, like, you clearly had to do this over Zoom. You couldn't have been in the same studio <laughs> nah, while you was doing this. Because nah. I was, even though it's just a song, I would have slapped nah, you. Buddy, like, nah, buddy. Like, nah, you, buddy. You gotta, nah. Somebody got the pause put on them on yeah, this You got date, to. Man. You got <laughs> to. Like, nah, nah, I'm going to tell the producer, we're going to do this via Zoom. We need to do this at the comfort of our own homes. Um, because this this is this was crazy, but what's even crazier is that this is normal to a lot of individuals. Yes. 
right? Like when I read through the lyrics and I was just like, ah, I didn't hear that the first time. Maybe I was cringe, but like, it's, it, it's a lot. And I, I wonder, not necessarily wonder why I wonder how we get to this place in a relationship. Yeah, man. Because to me, brother Jay, there's, there's obviously lack of trust there, but yeah. then it's a lot of trust there because you're still there. Like you're it's, acknowledging, like you're like you're acknowledging, you're acknowledging like the 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 screw ups of the other person, but mm-hmm. then you're also acknowledging that you stayed. And then you're also acknowledging what you did or what you like. What was the result? So because this is what I acknowledge and this is the, like, this is what happened because I stayed and this is what happened. Here are the deeper results. And now there's regret. This is Mm -hmm. what I should have did. And now I'm going to flip it and start talking about you. Right. And it, it, I'm wondering like, how do we get to this point in a relationship where, because it literally sounds like there's some, there's a lot of regret. It's like, I chose definitely. I chose you, and because I chose you, I had to cut other options off, right? And so you you bringing this to me or you acting like this, now I'm going to throw into your face that, like, there was there was other options and I chose you. But now I feel stupid. Um, and then you Ooh, got... This was Chicago and Isha and Poetic Justice. <laughs> All the way, bro. Yeah. <laughs> for, for All real. the way. This was Chicago and Isha and Poetic Justice, man. It... Bruh, like, I don't even know. I just, I feel sad, like I said, because I know that this is the reality for a lot of individuals. And it's, I don't know if individuals aren't fully aware of who they are as an individual. I don't know if they feel like this is what they have to subscribe to. Um, I don't, I don't know if, because everyone around them is not trying to pull them out of this. But like she said, you know, I lost a lot of family and friends, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure someone was probably trying to get you out and you was like, nah, I'm going to stay or I, you keep going back. And so, like, I, I know me personally, <laughs> I hate when people say that, me personally, <laughs> I have given advice or individuals have come to me and they do the complete opposite of what I say, which is perfectly fine, right? I'm not saying that you have to do what I am suggesting you do. What I am saying is you don't get to keep coming back to me with the effects of your decisions when you knew there was other options, right? So like if in this situation, like, yo, you keep coming to me and your eyes are dotted. Okay, cool. You don't have to keep going back to that, but you willfully keep going. I understand that there's a reason why you keep going. I understand that it's deeper than just having the conversation. I understand that it may take years of therapy and counseling and coaching to, for you to actually build up the courage and the confidence to leave this. I understand that. What I also understand is you don't get to keep coming to me for support and assistance just so you can just go back to the same situation. And now I, you know, I can identify like, yo, I can see why friends and family probably was like, nah, you got it. If this is what you want. Like, as, as you know, as my grandma said, you had to have it. Oh, this is too, <laughs> it's too much, man. It's too yeah. much. And then, you know, you kind of talk about, 
why do people why do people stay? And then, you know, the last the last verse in the song, which is lengthy, but I'll go down to like closer to the very the very end. Um, you know, you didn't pick up the phone when Nate got a job. You said you were staying home. Why R and B bitches don't feature each other on their each other's songs? Why the fuck is you talk? What the fuck is you talking about? Never mind, bitch. I'm walking out. Whatever, nigga. I'm off. I'm off you now. Yo, yo, evil ass kept me well in doubt. Pussy nigga, best watch your mouth. Pussy and mouth is all you got. Lay this pussy back on the couch, doggy style. Then you get on top. Fuck me, nigga. I'ma fuck you, bitch. Nah, fuck me, nigga. I'ma fuck you, bitch. Nah, fuck me, nigga. Fuck me. Stop tap dancing around the conversation. The, the one of the most powerful lines of the song. The outro. Yeah. Stop tap dancing around the conversation. And so like all of this stuff is being unpacked, but you can tell that each person is a ma- is is each person is lacking the emotional intelligence and additional tools to properly unpack this and communicate properly and express it. Yeah. And express what they're feeling. So this is how they get their emotions out. And so because this is happening, I see that this person is showing me their emotion, but they don't understand that it's that emotions so much deeper than this. I can use this same level of passion and I can love you appropriately. What's the old saying go? Like if, um, um, be careful or aware when your when your partner is quiet. If they're normally yeah. not quiet, like be careful or aware when they when they're quiet. Mm-hmm. If I'm in this relationship, I'm probably gonna think something is really wrong if you are quiet. Yeah. If this is the norm, but I don't. This isn't sustainable and it's not healthy. And what really triggered me is like, yo. We are so beat up and down and hopeless at times that we feel we need to be in this kind of environment to feel love. That ain't love, man. But, but the, you, you you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. You you don't know that this isn't how it's supposed like. Janet Jackson, that's the way love goes. This wasn't what she was talking about. So you don't know that there's anything else. So until you are exposed to something else, what you got is all you think that exists. Yeah. And it's really disheartening. It's really disheartening because, I mean, hell, think of simple concepts that we, once we were introduced to, we were like, well, shit, I didn't, I didn't know that was a, didn't know it was a thing. And Maya Angelou said, once you, once you are shown better, right? Once you know better, you're supposed to do better. Um, and and what, Maya Angelou also said, you know, when you're gone, it's not what you said. It's how you made people feel. It's how you made people feel. It's not what you had, what you said, it's how you made people feel. But this shit here made me feel bad, man. And so, like, I don't, I wouldn't want to be in a relationship like that. And I've, and I've, I've been, uh, 
privy and part of one, but I'm like, yo, I, I can't function in that environment, in an in a environment of dysfunction. But we rationalize it and we accept it because sometimes that's the only love that you're shown. Yep. Because you haven't gotten it. Sorry. You haven't received it. <laughs> you haven't yeah. received it anywhere else, right? And so yeah. if this is if this is what you're getting and the person says they love you and you're like, oh, this is what love is. And no one else around you is showing you love that matches what you think is love. So no one else loves you. So I'm going to stay because they love me. They showed me they love me. They may dot my eyes. They may break all the glass in my house. But they helped me clean it up after they break it. She called me a motherfucker and made me dinner. She made the bed. He put gas in the car. He called me his little yeah, yeah. I, bro, this, and it, I, I think, I think the point of this conversation is that like, to anyone that's listening that identifies with any of this, that there is better out there. Like that this, that, that there's much more than this type of situation because I've seen it start some real small and then eventually it evolves to what we what some of what you read and then what we listen to and it's like knowing that there is more outside of one your domain outside of your zip code we can equate this to something like I remember I took my mentee out of the country for the first time walked around in amazement the entire time we was in the country. Like, I didn't know. Right? So I tell people, come out of your zip code every now and then. But in this situation, it's like, come out of your comfort zone. And this is only comfort zone because this is what you're familiar with. Get familiar yeah. with things that are healthier. Right? If, if you find that individuals are in a, you see a relationship or you hear that someone's in a relationship and you don't see anything happening in their relationship that happens in yours, investigate and have a conversation. Find out what they talk about and if they argument, find out how they work on their arguments, find out like what happens when they disagree. And you'll find out that there are other ways of having a conflict is healthy. Conflict discourse, discourse is healthy. It's necessary. It helps bring to the surface things that are causing internal turmoil. He healthy, healthy conflict and discourse. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But then it's like, once you bring it to the surface, how you handle it determines what the next day looks like and what the status of the relationship will be. Then, like I said, some people may say, this is what, this is what they want. If that's what you want, then by all means, God bless you. I think it's fear too, though, brother Jay. I think fear, fear drives anger, mm -hmm. and anger comes out in different ways. Mm -hmm. And it and it's it's the fear of the lack of love or, or being without love. Mm -hmm. But I don't necessarily I I don't um uh, subscribe to the notion that you need war to have love. But see, they may not know that this is war. Yeah. That's the thing, right? It's the lack of exposure. And the question is, how do you expose someone 
to peace when all they've known is war. Right? Because if this happened in my household as a kid and my friend's household as a kid and other people in the neighborhood that I was close with and we saw shit like this happen at all the cookouts and then we grow up, we have relationships of our own, we live on the same block or, you know, we we doing the same thing that we saw in the household. We don't know that there's anything different. And so you just keep creating the discommunity of war. You, you don't know. And every time you find something that looks different, you dismiss it, but then you have other people around you that's dismissing it because it's different than what they are used to. Yeah. Something wrong with them. Well, maybe something could be wrong with us. But if you are subscribing to this state of war, you're probably not going to be reflective over what you've done, right? No one's doing an after-action review like they do in the military when you have an argument like this. How can I improve? How can I be better? No one's asking themselves those types of questions. And and fighting fighting for your, your, your relationship and fighting for your loved one and battling for your love, this ain't it. It's completely different. Yeah. So you right now you're just fighting, and the sad part is y'all both fighting, and you don't know what you're fighting for. Somebody's fighting to be right, but no one's fighting for the relationship. And and you both are losing in the process. Every day, every time. Because that because that 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 situation and scenario, nobody nobody won in that man. I like the, for every insult, there was a retaliation. Mm-hmm. Nobody for, wins when the family feuds. Nobody wins when the family feuds, man. Shout out to Hove and Hove and B. Yeah, man. I so, yeah, I mean, beautiful pe- piece of work. Um, it's art. It's art, but it's also reflective of reality. For some, because I mean, and, and think about the the space that we've been in the last couple of years, and the. Uh, Domestic violence mm-hmm. cases have gone up. Violence in general has gone up mm-hmm. because people have been stuck with with one another in closed quarters. And this is this is par for the course. We cry oh, together. It's par for the course. But but this is the catch though. This is the kicker though, brother Jay. You got some people who come out who came out of the pandemic and said. All right, we we need to go our separate ways. Then you got others who didn't have babies. Yeah. They say the they say the uh productivity and 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 more babies were born in the year 2021 that we we birthed more children in the year 2021 after like 10 consecutive years. <laughs> Of birth, birth in in America being on a decline. Yeah. So you have argue, nothing else to do. Yeah, you argue Nowhere you have go. sex. You argue you have sex, and then you bring a kid in the world, in in, in the land of of uh, in the land where hurt people hurt people. Continuously. Yeah. But it, but it's it's you know it's. It, it 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 was like love and war, but I don't think people that are in it 
want to love like that. I, I don't think people want to receive love like that. And I don't believe that. And, you know, I think, because I asked one of my couples, I said, well, what type of shows do you watch on TV? What type of movies do you watch? And so some of the things that they've watched, I've watched. And I was like, well, what do you think about the characters that did not argue the way you argue? One person would jump up, shit, man, something wrong with them. And then the other person would get real quiet. And so I think that, you know, that also goes back to the fear. Like, well, how am I going to, I've been doing this so long with them. How will I do this without them? You start to self, you know, you doubt yourself, self-doubt kicks in. And then maybe you're told that, yeah, you can't leave me because who's going to do X, Y, and Z for you? Mr. and Sealy. Whew, Jesus. Mike and Sheila and why do we get married? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, but, 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 That's think, real. but but think about That's that. Real. Like Mr. 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 said to Sealy, who else gonna want you? Yeah. You're black. Who, who, You're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> who else gonna want you but me? Yeah. Yeah. And what she needed though, right? And the sad part is. She saw others. She never got to experience what others experienced until she was exposed directly to other things, right? Like, Suge was talking about, oh, it's time to go. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-uh. No, no. We're not doing this. She goes, well, what's I going to do? Uh-uh. This ain't it. Right? And so you see at the end when she, did I ever ask you for anything? When that scene happens, when that moment happens, that was the turning point. Like, took that knife and stabbed it into the table. That that was the moment, but it's like, unfortunately, some of these individuals don't get to have that moment because the violence gets too, goes too far. Yeah, yeah. Or because they don't have anyone around them trying to expose them to stuff because you've pushed everyone else away. Because people have seen the dysfunction. Yeah. Yeah. It's a psychological thing because once I can conquer your mind, anybody can say anything to you, but you'll still go back to what you hear more of. You'll still go back to what you feel comfortable in. So like, well, who else going to do it? Who else going to love you? Ain't nobody else going to love you. That starts to perpetuate in your head. And then Sheila trying to make it up that mountain out of fear. I'm going to save my marriage, girl. <laughs> save your marriage by by getting a divorce, like filing for divorce while he's gone. That's what you do. Yeah. But it, it took her. She. It, the sad part is, like, sometimes in order to get through it, you got to go through it. And she had to see, be publicly humili- humiliated in front of all her friends to her face for her to realize that enough was enough. Because for, I I hear this all the time, especially with DV victims. Um, It wasn't all bad. And they hold on to those good moments to get them through the bad moments. Yeah, it wasn't all bad in this song. No, it wasn't all bad. Because at the end, they, they both seemed like they were enjoying themselves. 
But to anyone who's listening, right, and and needs some resources or you know someone that will need some resources, we'll post up hotline numbers again that you can call, you can use, you can share. Um, and this is for men and women. Oh, absolutely. Men and women. Absolutely. Because when it comes to matters of the heart, we are humans and ain't no man built, ain't no man on earth built to uh, sustain that kind of relationship or be part of that type of relationship, man. No human is. No human. No human is. You know. So yeah, man. Listen, this is our final episode of season four. It is, man. We've hoped we've hoped that you've enjoyed it. It's been and, uh, tumultuous, but it's been um, refreshing and, and reflective as well as uh, we aim to do. Mm. And we just appreciate everyone uh, for tuning in and downloading and streaming and um, really just coming to check out me and Brother Jay talk shit. <laughs> talk shit and, 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 and have dreams and goals and aspirations and vent. And we hope that by you uh, indulging us, we have inspired you to a particular degree. To, to, to continue to be light, right? Spread light and help others uh, shine their light. So listen, we, we're going to take a pause for the cause, as we typically say. Um, hey, we, uh, brother, brother Jay is going to be uh, globe trotting. <laughs> Kev, Kev, is, Kev is gonna be on the uh, sick and shutting in. <laughs> so, you know, but but we we won't we won't be gone too long or too far. And uh, we we encourage you to use the summer to go back and listen to uh, several episodes from the previous four seasons. Yeah, four seasons, man. And we will see you when we see you when we kick off season five, the Game Recognized Game podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV, that's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Enjoy your summer. Until next time, be light. Be light.